Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. It is 2022, and today we are talking about manifesting in this new year in a, in a different and special way. And we're also going to talk about some broad global predictions. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Well, it's good to be back. It is. We've been gone a long time. It felt like a really long time. It- Yes, it felt like months, maybe years. I think it was only two weeks, actually. Yeah, that's it. And so much has happened. So many, many things have happened. It's true. Like, I can't even count how many things have happened in those two weeks. So, I, you know, I wanted to organize it for this first segment of the podcast just to update everyone because I know everyone cares, or maybe not. Um, so I pulled up my yellow and I made a list. Okay. Of all the things that happened from the last podcast episode to today. Wow. Yeah. All right. Um, now I'm not true yellow, so they're not organized by date. <laughs> okay. They're just random times. They're that like, these as happened. you thought of them. They were as I thought of them. Okay. Got but it. they are numbered. Okay. One through nine. Okay. Okay. All right. The first one, let's get this one out of the way. You were the winner of the Christmas exchange. I broke the streak. You, you were two years in a row, the winner. And I finally took it. It was like something on the poll which i put up on at know your aura pod like i think it was like 75 to 25 or something yeah yeah the kids I'm, both gave you the win i'm gonna say something though i love the gift that you gave me i wear it every day you gave me slippers i gave you slippers and some like foot cream or something foot cream yeah and you know i was thinking you know here okay let, let me just explain this to the audience oh, okay. for a second so it was 15 minutes in the walgreens yes and it was raining out it was windy uh I was very nervous going into it, uh, and an old lady blocked my path going in. Um, it, so it was very difficult. It I was. mean, if anyone did play this, because I did get a lot of DMs saying that we were going to play this, like me and my boyfriend are going to play it, me and my husband, whatever. Um, please send us some of these stories, right? Like how you played the game. And remember, it, we, this is our Christmas thing we do every year. We do some sort of challenge. This year it was fifteen minutes in a Walgreens, timed twenty five dollar limit. You had to try to get the other person a gift that they'd actually enjoy. Right, and you know the slippers for me and the, and the cream was like indigo. That spoke indigo to me. Yeah, I'm easy to shop for though. Yeah, so I, I mean, although I lost because the kid said I lost. The polls that I lost. You have to be a good. My parents be, said it was a tie. My parents did say it was a tie. Scott. Well, I got you pens and a crossword puzzle and a Starbucks coffee tumbler with coffee. Right. Now, here's the thing you love coffee and right. you don't have a travel coffee tumbler. You're always bringing the ceramic mug in the car and the handle doesn't fit in the cup holder. It's a whole thing. So I got you that. And you love pens. You steal them. Anywhere you go, you steal pens. It's just what you do. We've accepted this about you. And, you know, crossword puzzles. Who doesn't love that? All right. All right. So you're, you're the winner. Yes. I, I concede right here and now. Oh, thank you. Finally, you know, I, you know, we did a little it was bit official. of, you know, I was going to get the lawyers involved, <laughs> but, uh, you know. Recall. Recall. <laughs> You know, claim there was like, you know, maybe start a riot over it or whatever. But all right. <laughs> no, nah, I'll just say I lost. Okay. I'll shake your hand. I lost. All, all right. right. Thank you. All we right. have to have that like smooth transition into the following year. Okay. So again, <laughs> a lot happened. So many things happened. My n- number two thing on the list, we watched the season two of The Witcher. We just binged okay. it. We binged it. We binged, binged it. it. Great. Great show. Yeah. You, you're going to say so? I'm going on the record. Witcher is a good show. Wow. Nerdy. How did that, very how did nerdy. that happen? You know what it is? Like, they make up a dialogue. They do. It's made up words. Yeah, they're all made up words, all made up monsters, all made up terms. But you know what? I just like, and I didn't understand half of it. I understand like maybe 12%. It's actually not that hard to understand. 
like, you know, I didn't understand. Right, whatever. No, it's weird. Like the political stuff. Yeah, is I weird. didn't understand this this kingdom and that kingdom. And yeah, that's true. This owl turns into a person. And yeah, we all don't this, understand the all owl. this nonsense. Yeah, but I like it. You know, I like it. I like I like the guy. He, you know, the Witcher is red blue. Geralt. I mean, I, Geralt <laughs> is red blue. If you watch the Witcher, he's definitely a red blue. And that's why I like it. You said he's talkative this season. And it's yeah, true. yeah, that's one thing. He should talk less. He's the talkative witcher in yeah. season two. The bard annoys me a little bit. Okay, a little okay, too but much. Let's move on. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. No, you know, again, huge, huge. A lot happened in these two weeks. Yeah. Uh, we went to LA in a 28-hour period. Oh, my God. We went to LA. We flew Was it in. really 28 hours? <laughs> I think, I think so. you were right. Yeah. We, went, we flew in. like We left at like 8 o'clock in the morning, and we were back by... Six o'clock the next day. Last minute, Spotify was like, "Hey, <laughs> like, we're having a party. Want to want to want to be there for the the audio aura thing? Want to be there?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I, yeah, I want to be there." And they took us. They took us there, and they treated us lovely. But because of the kids, now that's our own fault because we have children. We're like, we have to do this as quick as possible. They would have let us stay a couple days, but because. Sure. But it was it was a crazy crazy day. Crazy time. It was really cool. They had all these aura booths up, audio aura booths, so Super people could neat. walk into them. They had your they featured the podcast on a yeah. huge stage. Fantastic, great time. Very cool, very um, surreal. Yeah, really surreal. All right, again, a lot happening. Um, you felt like the oldest person there, though. I was the oldest person there by like <laughs> at least. 10 I was years. old too there. Oh my gosh! Like we were both old. Yeah. Like yep. everyone we were working with, like yeah. all the PR people. <laughs> 22 <laughs> it's like oh my gosh well i mean they had like it was all like tiktokers that i mean were, i feel that age in a lot of ways yeah. or if i don't then i just feel motherly to people yeah. so it's fine but you were like walking around they had the best food you guys they had like they amazing did. food and it was everywhere and and merch and everything merch for, every, oh, yeah. it, was cra- it was a crazy party and maybe it's just because i'm not from la maybe these things somebody told me these happen all the day somebody told me do you watch the hills? Like this stuff happens all the time. I'm like, I don't watch the hills. And I didn't know that. But anyways, there was food everywhere and, and you got to it immediately. Like, and, and you were just eating the whole time and mumbling that you were the oldest person there. Yes. And and the great part (laughs) about it was there was a lot of TikTokers there. There were. And you know, like they all think they're fantastic, whatever. They do. They do. And it's great for me because I don't know who the heck they are. They're very, and it's like, like, they just look like, you know. No, they're hyper children. Yeah. They're just hyper children. They're very hyper children. You know, right. All right. (laughs) Next one, again, huge week. Okay. We now have two hamsters, Holly we, oh and Jolly. God. You got to uh, tell, tell how you did it. Okay, so <laughs> I, I've noticed something when I do a gift surprise. This was a Christmas gift for the kids. I have a pattern to my gift surprises. So what we did was we gave them all their gifts, and then I said, oh, wait, you know, we forgot one. Like we were all done with Christmas. Right, it was all a done great with Christmas. Christmas. The kids are like, thank you. Yeah, it was They're great. They're so sweet. They loved it. And, and then you say. And then I say, oh, wait, I forgot one more gift. Okay, right. but this is my pattern. That is the fake out again. So it's a, fake a double out. fake out. You did a f- double fake so out. So then I brought down like I brought down this other gift and they're like, oh, what is it? It like was like a box gifts. of chocolate. Yeah. And Abby got like an egg that hatches and the, you know, the thing grows inside. The, yeah. The monster grows or whatever. And then the witcher could kill it. But um, <laughs> so then they're like, oh, yeah. And they thought that was funny. They did. And then I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. Is there one more? And then, of course, we had these hamsters. We brought down the hamsters. Yeah. And we had them to keep them in the closet for like you guys, a week we alive. We bought the hamsters Thank three days. Well, I think it was like three days before Christmas. Yeah. And we're like, what do we do? So we just locked them in the office. And then you and I would just go in and play with them and make sure they were okay. And then I just stuck a little wrapping paper on them in the morning. And oh my God, they cried. The kids actually cried. Yeah. Joy tears. It was awesome. And I thought about filming it, but then I was like, nah, 
I'm just yeah. going to keep it in my head. Because it, it was really special. I'll never forget that. And now you have two hamsters. Now we have two hamsters. Holly, <laughs> Holly and Jolly. Holly and Jolly. All right. Uh, next, again, huge, huge two weeks. I can't stress that enough. Uh, we, I bit the bullet and bought HBO Max. <gasps> oh, my God. Just, I forgot about that. Just because they were playing the Matrix new movie. Because I like the Matrix. I don't know what it's called. Matrix 4 or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so I got it for that. The worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it was bad. Horrible. I just, want to, I just walked away. Yeah, I fast-forwarded <laughs> through half of it. I don't understand how they did this. Okay. Keanu Reeves. Red I, Rand. You know, just Red Rand coming here. Ha- okay. Mister, uh, if, you know, if you watch The Matrix, you know Mr. Smith's the bad guy. He, he's like, an, it was an iconic role. Yeah. They replaced him with some jokester. Yeah. How do you do that? I don't know. They I'm put sorry. Doogie Howser in the movie. He was gonna, How do you do that? I know. You know, they, Morpheus, who was like the lead role for yeah. like Neo's, and if anyone hasn't watched this, they don't know what I'm talking about no. here, but they took Lawrence Fishburne and they replaced him with someone else. I know. But they kept the statues like of Lawrence Fishburne in the movie. It's well, really bad. I don't bad. think he really was. Really bad. I don't know. I think that, I don't know. No, don't, I don't even. Ju- I'm not even going to get into it. Don't even try to justify it. All right. Okay. I'm not. So we now have HBO Max. Now I want to get rid of it. But I but... caught up on and just like that. Oh, so you, right. and you won't watch it with me. No, I'm not watching that. Oh my god, people would want to hear all what, the aura take on that. The only thing I do is like sometimes I'll walk by the room and I hear some like interesting noises. <laughs> you only like, uh, uh. you only walk by when it's like those types of moments, and then you walk in, tell me that I'm some sort of deviant, and walk out. I'm like you're just you just you just happen to come in at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right big two weeks um your angel numbers book came out yeah it came out hit the shelves barnes and noble amazon you can buy it crazy please buy it please buy it please buy it oh review it wow. review it review it you're begging okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> i mean yeah buy it if you want to um so that came out that was yeah, huge that was, that was good um we had our next one we had our annual christmas party back on we it did was a little bit Very smaller small. because of you know covid and it all was that covid friendly uh, maybe uncovid friendly i don't know yeah i <laughs> well we only had i think we had 16 people uh, so yeah yeah i think dr fauci says you can have 10. like seven people Oops. three robots and a couple of pets whatever <laughs> i don't know but anyway we might have broke his guidelines we might have got a couple over oh well um we're all okay yeah we're okay that that was fun i did i was kind of like kind of kept in mind, you know, like that walk away from people. I kind of wanted to keep track of that. Well, we, a lot of it was outside because we're yeah. in Florida. We can do that. Yeah, I mean, like conversations. So, well, that's what you do anyway. Yeah, you fell I asleep from, on people. Yeah, I fell asleep on one person. <laughs> I only walked away from two conversations. I ate dinner alone. Yeah, and I uh, swept someone. Like swept, you know, to get them out. I swept. You did their, have their to their kick feet. people out again. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was crazy. You had to literally tell them, "Okay, guys, go home now." Right. Another big thing that happened, this is huge, maybe the biggest one on the list. This surpasses the Spotify in your book by far. Brie now likes shrimp. Brie likes shrimp. Now we have two red auras battling over shrimp. Yeah. You don't like shrimp. I don't. Abby like doesn't seafood. like shrimp. What are we going to do? I mean, you know, I want all the shrimp, and now she's going to want all the shrimp. Yeah. This is a huge. That's between you two. This is going to be a big thing. So that, that also happened. And then the last thing that happened that, we, that I have down here, and if you want to add some, you can, but now we have to play dominoes daily. Uh, Abby discovered the game of oh no not Domino's it's Uno, Uno 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 yeah Uno and uh, Santa brought the best gift you guys we you know as much money as you spend on Christmas I spent well I didn't spend Santa spent five Santa bucks did. on an Uno deck and it has been the hit of the family yeah it's right up there with uh, the hamsters yeah the hamsters and then Uno 
That's all I needed this Christmas. Nothing else. <laughs> Nothing else. We, we didn't need all the other stuff. No, I think you covered it, Scott. That was great. All right. So when we come back, we have some predictions. Yes. And now we have an ad from Brooklyn. All right. For Christmas this year, I sent my parents a wonderful towel set from Brooklinen. And I have to tell you, they called me when it delivered. It delivered at 10 p.m. at night for some reason. They called the house screaming with joy. I do not kid you. They were so excited about the quality, the color, just the idea of having a wonderful matching towel set finally. They were really excited. And the way that it was packaged is just, it's really luxurious and beautiful. So, you know, it's the new year and it's time to get new about things. And maybe you're starting to feel that winter slump. Well, let's hit refresh on your space because like, honestly, who's going outside right now with Brooklinen's curated essentials made for cozying up in every corner. It's simple. Start the new year off right. It means starting the new year off rested. Hit reset for 2022 with top-notch sleep. Thanks to Brooklinen's five-star bedding. We all have our comfort quirks. And thanks to Brooklinen's cloud soft comforter options you can pick the weight and size that's just right for you if you're looking for a more comfy comforter brooklinen is the place to go they come in lightweight all season and ultra warm to suit every type of sleeper and lifestyle there's even a weighted comforter option for stress relief thank you for that rest assured that brooklinen's fair pricing their home essentials just look and feel like a million bucks at brooklinen comfort goes way beyond the bedroom their collection includes everything from robes and towels to super soft loungewear so the cozy just keeps on coming there's a reason brooklinen has over 80,000 five-star reviews and counting so refresh your rest with the comfort essentials from brooklinen go to brooklinen.com and use our promo code kya for 20 dollars off your purchase of 100 that's brooklinen b-r-o-o-k-l-i-n-e-n.com and enter promo code kya for 20 dollars off your purchase of 100 or more Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right. So it's the new year. What's the number one thing people think of? Vision boards. We're not doing that today. You know, we've done that the last two years. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 So, but still make your vision board if you want to. I'm not doing one this year. I'm not doing a vision board. Okay. Um, I did a virtual one in my mind, which is actually more 5D, yeah. you know, than the actual pen and paper wow. and the stickers and the magazines. But, yeah. Right. But we are going to talk about predictions. All right. So I looked up this guy. His name is Nostradamus. He's a famous TikToker. He's 14. (laughs) He has 9 million followers, and he gained most of those followers by putting peanuts up his nostrils. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That sounds plausible. It does, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's how you gain TikTok fame. You put something up your nose. Right. Um, No, anyway. All right. Nostradamus was a French astrologer. He was a physician. He was an author. Uh, he was born in the 1500s, born in 1503 to 15, they think 1503 to 1566, uh, and he is famous for this collection of 942 poetic quatrains, like okay. little little poems or whatever you want to call them. And it was actually published. Get this in the year uh, 1555. Whoa! One five 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 five. Change, change, change. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I, I kind of wanted to do a little research into it. You know, every year they come out with his predictions. I think you're going to do the 2022 yeah, every predictions. Year they, every year they talk about Nostradamus. Yes, yeah. every single year. I've been hearing this since I was in middle school about yes. this guy Nostradamus. <laughs> um, and I wanted to just kind of do a little bit more research into it to see if there's anything to it. 
you know, so I read through a lot of them. Again, there's 942 of them. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing right off the bat when I read them. Most of them are about terror, fear, fire, blood, burning, yeah. um, you know, destruction, thieves, um, people stealing crowns, you know, people, um, they're negative. They're all they're very negative. They're almost all negative. Yeah. There's a few of them that are not. Yeah. There's never really any. Po- I mean, there could be. I didn't go through all 942 of them, but most of them have to do with your fear, like fear based. Well, he might be a product of his time, and also fear sells. Yeah. Fear it, sells. True. People listen to that more than they listen to the positive stuff. That's true. Right. We're hardwired to it. Right. Exactly. And and I guess you can make you know some of them they do kind of like have time frames that go up to I think they go up to like the 3000s. Really? Yeah. So like. You know, every New Year's we're going to hear this for the next yeah, thousand years or right. whatever it is. So I pulled a few um, to see if there's kind of any validity to them, if we can kind of go through them. All right. So here we go. All right. So the first one says, and this is, and some of them are very famous. Okay. okay so this is one of the more famous oh, ones. Oh, this is a famous one. Okay. From the depths of West of Europe, a young child will be born of poor people. He who by his tongue will seduce a great troop. His fame will increase towards the realm of the East. Beast ferocious with hunger will cross the rivers. The greater part of the battlefield will be against Hister. Into a cage of iron will the great one be drawn when the children of Germany observes nothing. Whoa. So that, That's like Hitler, right? Right. So most people think this is the prediction of World War II, the yeah. rise of Adolf well, Hitler. Specific, like Hister? Hitler? Yeah, Hister, Hitler. Germany? Uh, Germany, right. You got the, the, the iron. Thing? What's that, that could be because Hitler used the tanks. You can oh. say that. You know, the, he had the Blitzkrieg. So oh, the wow. tanks and the planes and the sub, you know, you can go with that angle. Okay. Um, so again, you know, hey, this is a guy writing in 15. That's kind of specific. 55. Yeah. Fairly specific. Um, if you do a little research, Hister is a mountain. Like there is a mountain oh. called Hister. Okay. So people aren't sure, you know. I guess skeptics are saying that maybe that's what he was referring to. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, if you're going with that one, you would say, okay, maybe he, you know, maybe he predicted that. Yeah. That's like way in the future. It's like, yeah. How many years? Like hundreds of years in the future. Hundreds of years. Right. But there's no, it's no specific time or date on that. Oh, okay. There's no, it doesn't say like 1941. Yeah, how, does, how do they know like you know? his predictions are for 2021 or 2022 or. Right. How well, do they know? Well, that's what it is. When you're reading through these, a yeah. lot of them are very vague, and they you could you could apply it to Does he any give time the years? period. No, no specific. Then how do they? Sometimes it says like in the millennia of the ninth month. Okay. You know, because he did. He was an. Um, oh, he's an astrologer. He was an astrologer, so, oh, so he, he used a lot of that. that yeah. So that's how they that kind of yeah. pinpoint times. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so he, like here's another one. Okay. Another famous one. Near the gates and within two cities, there will be scourges the like of which was never seen. Famine within plague, people put out by steel, crying to the great immortal God for relief. Could you guess what that was on your own? No. I mean, that sounds like a, like a lot of things. It could be like famine and plague and people crying out. Right. So famine and plague, people put out by steel. What's that? This was... Now, people think this is the dropping of the two bombs, Hiroshima oh. and Nagasaki, the two atomic bombs that were dropped on Japan okay. at the end of World War II. Okay. Near the gates within two cities, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh, okay. Wow. So, again, could be. Yeah. And, and he gave, like, did he pinpoint around that time at the time he no, said that's that? No, all, that's the whole prediction. So the quatrains are short. They're like, very short. How do they know that would take place in the 40s? You know what I mean? Right. How do they know that was 1945? Did he, do, did he give like an astrological cue to that? No, that's period? it. That's the whole quatrain. Oh. I read the whole thing to you. 
<laughs> I mean, that could be like in the future. That could, uh, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That one is interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The World War II one was really interesting. Yeah, because because you have the history. Yeah, in there. and just the Germany and kind of like giving locations and stuff. Yeah. So that one's a little bit more. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. All right. One more here from the enslaved populace: songs, chants, and demands. While princes and lords are held captive in prisons, these will in the future. Sorry, these will in the future by headless idiots. He uses the word idiots a lot, so he'd be canceled today. Okay. Be received as divine <laughs> prayers. What okay. are headless idiots? This will in the future by headless idiots be received as divine prayers. What does that mean? Okay, so this one is the French Revolution. The oh. predicting of the French Revolution, the enslaved uh, people are going to rise up. Okay. Uh, while princes and lords, they keep them in prison, they captive, and then they chopped off their heads. I'm assuming. Oh, wasn't you know? the I? I think I, the Bastille or something. What was that? Yeah, the, the, well, the storming of the Bastille is the French Revolution. What, is that the prison? That's the prison. Okay, but they, that's not the prison. Was when they captured the royal family. Oh, they put them in prison. In, yeah, like house arrest. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, that's in, okay. So that's kind of specific. Yeah, it's kind of specific, but again. You know, in the 15th, you're living in the time period of the 1500s, yeah. there was a lot of revolution. You know, right. there was a lot of uprisings. A lot of times royal members would, you know, get be killed, okay. get their heads chopped off. You yeah. know, Henry VIII was famous for chopping people's heads off. Right. So that was um, just kind of like a normal day-to-day. Yeah. I mean, uprisings were, were common. You know, it's like right. every other week there was an uprising. Yeah. So, I mean, again, could, could be. Yeah, how come it's all there though? Like he's he's stuck in Europe. Does he ever go anywhere else? Like like South America or like does he go like anywhere else? Any other well, geographical location? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it would be interesting because remember he's writing in the 1500s, and well, again, yeah, but he, you know, America hasn't even been discovered. I mean, it was discovered, not re- but it's not discovered, really but it's not settled yet. Yeah, yeah, it's not settled to the 1600s. So how would he? Yeah, how are we making like stuff about us now? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like he has ones about like John F. Kennedy being assassinated. And, oh, really? And Robert Kennedy, like that people think yeah, is John like, F. Kennedy okay. or Robert Kennedy. But how could he know that nineteen? You know, Robert Kennedy was sixty-eight. How is he going to know nineteen sixty-eight? The United States, yeah. which didn't even exist at that time. Okay. You know, so. I don't know. All right, so you have some for 2022. All right, so these are the ones that they're saying are 2022 ones um, from Nostradamus. Okay. All right, so first of all, it's some sort of death or disappearance of a political figure. And this is, I guess, the quatrain. The sudden death of the first character, he will be changed, and they will put another in his kingdom. And I guess for some feels like it might mean like the North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un, or people are thinking maybe it's Queen Elizabeth, or maybe it's even... Uh, our president so like people are you know kind of point to that and put on their own spin of who it right could be. so again you could basically put it to the like death any of the first character will yeah. be he will be all right so somebody dies and then they okay. change him okay so again it could be anybody yeah there's no you know queen elizabeth will she's die like, she's like 94 or something so right. that's kind of all right, all right. well yeah. anyways then there's another one like global warming um like the sun the head will seal the shining sea the live fish of the Black Sea will almost boil. So I guess he foresaw some sort of solar storm of unparalleled magnitude, the melting of the poles, and a rise in sea level in this way. And they say that he forecasted earthquakes and floods and droughts. Um, oh, and then he talks about famine too. So the, this is another quatrain. So the price of wheat that man has stirred his fellow man to eat in his despair. So they're kind of, he foresaw famine and unrest. Okay. And and like they're saying even cannibalism. 
Yeah. It and, sounds really scary. Yeah, well, well, that's what I started with my opening yeah. was in all of these quatrains, you get the, this famine and drought and hunger and fear and right. chaos. They're in all of them. The, so I don't know why they even pick out that vague. one. These are vague. These are very vague. Yeah. Um, another one's the rise of artificial intelligence, they say he foresaw. Okay. So they say this, this is the quatrain that refers to that. The moon in the full of night over the high mountain, the new sage with a lone brain sees it by his disciples invited to be immortal, eyes to the south, hands in bosoms, bodies in the fire. Like, okay. All right. So like, you know, everybody's always scared about the AI developing consciousness. Yeah. You know, I read, I read this story that Alexa <laughs> told some kid <laughs> Like, I guess they were playing some game with Alexa. I read this. They were playing some game with Alexa. And they were like, hey, Alexa, give me a challenge. And I guess Alexa gives you, like, funny challenges or whatever. Like, I don't know, do this or do that. But, like, whatever, just silly, just to play with Alexa. And I guess Alexa told this little kid, like, hey, uh, plug in your phone charger just a little bit and drop a penny in between, like, and told the kid to basically put a penny on the charger that's half in the outlet. Oh, my God. Well, I'll tell you what I think of Alexa. <laughs> I threw her out of the house the first day. No, we did. Your parents said that yeah. they were having a conversation about something. Totally. And she gave her opinion about what they were talking about. Yeah. And well, without being asked, she just butted into their conversation. Probably, in that case, it was probably better were, than their opinion. They, were, they weren't scared. <laughs> they were more like annoyed that she bothered to talk. That's so funny. And gave, gave her opinion that was contrary to their own. I yeah, that was funny. But I'm like, what? It's your Alexa talking to you guys without being asked. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I thought that there's a lot of these that need interpretation. And I thought that I was going to interpret it, interpret, interpret some of them. Okay. Okay. So here we go. This one, the shaven head, a very bad choice, will become to be made. Burdened, he will not pass the gate. He will speak with such great fury and rage. Into the fire, he will consign the entire sex. What? Yeah. So I mean, what do you make of this? A shaved head? A shaved head. So the first thing that oh, came so to my mind. Oh, so you're interpreting. Yeah, I'm going to, like, so, you know how people interpret those? Yeah. I'm going to interpret there, I guess these. there's students of Nostradamus, so perhaps that's what you are now. I am now but a student. But you went, you went rogue. Yes, I went rogue. Okay. Now, I, I thought very long and hard on this. Okay. And I think this has to do with the New Jersey housewives. <laughs> Okay, because the shaven head guy is Joe Gorga. Okay. Okay, and very bad choices. You know, he's very outspoken. Yeah. Uh, he speaks with a lot of fury and rage. Yeah, you know, that's interesting because he just started uh, stand-up and people are saying, and he got booed off stage. Okay, there That you actually go. happened. That's crazy, Scott. And, <laughs> and basically the last line, it will consign, consign the entire sex, is, is actually saying people like to watch the guys better than the girls on that show. You do, yeah. yeah. And they are. They're funny, the guys yeah. on the show. So I'm going to say that one okay. has to do with Real Housewives That's, of New Jersey. <laughs> that actually makes more sense than half the Nostradamus ones. Yeah. That, that other people interpret. Okay. So wait, Nostradamus did reality TV. I like this. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay, so th- now this one too. Okay, I interpreted this one because I'm now the student. <laughs> when 20 years of the moon's reign have passed, another will take up his reign for 7,000 years. When the exhausted son takes up the, his cycle, then my prophecy and threats will be accomplished. Okay, now this one's an obvious one. 
Obviously, this was Chris Harrison. <laughs> 20 years, oh, Chris Harrison, the moon, he reigned. He reigned. Yeah, 20 seasons of The Badger. Now he's oh, gone. Wow. Now they're bringing out this old fossil again from like Bachelor season two or something. Who oh, does yeah. like the Bake Off chant. He like does everything. Oh, that guy, yeah. Yeah, 7,000 years. He's immortal. He's that guy's a- immortal. Wow. Yeah, so he's going to be doing it. And then we're all exhausted from The Bachelor. The exhausted son takes up his cycle. That's us. We're yeah. the exhausted son. Yeah. Like, stop showing us The Bachelor. That's we right. don't want it anymore. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow, that's really good, Scott. Yeah. Okay, I have another one here. All right. Come the millennium, month 12. Okay, so there he's kind of giving like a Month 12, date. so like December. In the home of the greatest power, the village idiot will come forth to be acclaimed <laughs> the leader. All right, you, I mean, you guys, you guys figure that one out for yourself. <laughs> Is that a real one? Yeah, <laughs> that's a real one. That could be anybody, you know. I'm really- sure anybody knows someone we could throw in there. You could throw, yeah. Yeah, throw it in someone Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, this, unfortunately, I have two more here. Okay. This one's about me. Oh, no. Yeah. A great stench will come from, <laughs> <laughs> but they will not know its origin. <laughs> they will put it out. That's <laughs> so you. They will put it out all people from distant places. Fire seen in the sky, a foreign nation defeated. So, you know, obviously, this is me. I need to, you know, better hygiene. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is that, did they figure out those yet? Oh, uh, do they have different interpretations? I'm sure. I think everyone does. The yeah. best one that you had was your New Jersey housewife one. I feel like that was the most accurate. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And, and there's another one here. Okay. Um, was this a real one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A flame that is twin will deceive in 20 of 22. A black hat and horse, he will fall for another. So I mean I think oh that I think that's referring to Jeff is moving on. He's moving on. He's going <laughs> to deceive someone. He was a twin flame of somebody, probably me, I guess. Yeah. And you know the black wow. hat, the horse. Well, anyway. You're special. Yeah. In I can't believe like, 55. This was seen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe at least two quatrains were about me. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? <laughs> but anyway, on a, on a serious note, with yeah. predictions and and you know, I guess he, I guess you would call him a psychic. I don't, I don't know what you would call him. I don't know. Um, but but really, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we've said this many times on the podcast, and I just want to say it one more time here because we're starting a new year. Yeah. It, it comes from within you. It does. You know, you don't need to go seek out Nostradamus or, you know, psychics that, you know, charge you thousands of dollars to remove spells and things like that. You can do it yourself, right? It's... It's about you. Yeah, I think we always try to, you know, especially when we're talking about manifesting coming up and whatnot, you know, there's something called spiritual obsession. It can definitely happen. It's where you really feel like all the control has left you and is in other people or in other sources and whatnot. Anything that you come in contact with should be a tool, should be something that you take what you need and leave what you don't. Because honestly, the most powerful connection to spirit is already inside of you. And you just want things that support that and strengthen that and make you feel in control of that because you are. So just just being careful of it and making sure like if it gets... Um, something right you're not comfortable with or whatever. You know, what happened was, this yeah. is what happened. Over the break, I had like my reading. The very nice woman was telling me that she had paid $5,000 to a local person to remove spells. And the lady was texting and calling and, and saying, I need more money, I need more money, I need more money. And one of those women's, my, the woman sitting across from me's questions was, oh, do I need to stay with her? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, no. Like that... 
and and she's like but she knew things about me and she she knew this and she knew that and she knew, it's like just because someone's intuitive doesn't mean right. they have your best interests at heart yeah if you go see a spiritual person they should have a set fee okay and you can look at it as entertainment or anything like that that's what they should have a set fee if they're asking you for more money and they're saying like no you have to do this or you have to do this and the control's outside of you and i'm the only one that can make him fall in love with you or i'm the only one that can take this curse off of you and i'm the only no that's wrong because you're in charge so i think and i told you about it and you were really upset yeah and i said like listen i i gave her the most honesty honest thing that i could you know and i told her straight up and she wasn't thrilled about it because she you know when you don't when you want to hear something so bad, there's somebody who will make you pay a certain amount of money to hear it. Yeah. So you have to be careful about that. If you want to hear so-and-so is going to leave, you know, their girlfriend or wife to be with you and you can't take no for an answer, you'll find somebody that says, yes, they'll do it. Yeah. You know, and, and there's people waiting to take your money to give you the answers that you want to hear. And you have to be careful about that. Yeah, no. And there's nothing that gets me angrier quicker that brings out the red when I hear these stories. I actually heard another story about it over the, over the holiday. You know, someone gave $500 to a, another psychic. I, I mean, just for, for I don't even know what. And it, 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 you don't have to do these things. You, yeah. know, do, you know, before, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of, and it, it's, it's very trendy now. You know, the last few years has been very trendy, these spiritual leaders. And, you know, with TikTok and other things. That, and it's great. They, they it make opens claims. people up. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But there's a lot of people out there that are phonies and they're just looking to make a quick buck off it. Yeah. And it, and it really brings down the people that are doing the good work. Know, there's so many people out there doing really good, good work. Yeah. And, I mean, it like kind of chokes me up when I talk about it because it makes me so upset. No, because you know, because like, and we meet, we meet them yeah, too. We're you, like you, these you, wonderful people. Yeah. You let me know who these people are. I'll, I'll, <laughs> All right. I'll take care of them. All but, right, uh, Red Aura. Yeah. So I'll, I'll write them nasty letters. But, uh, <laughs> But yeah, you, I mean, again, you don't have to. Please do do your research. Even even if you're going to get a reading with Misty Michaela, do your research. Make sure she's the right energy for you. Yeah, this, you know, she could be the right energy for someone, but not the right energy for another person. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, so definitely do your research um, before you do it. Get referrals. You know, get a lot of referrals. Yeah, word don't, of mouth. Is yeah, good. word of mouth's good. You know, don't just give away under no circumstance. You ever have to give thousands of dollars for someone to remove curses or spells or remove energy. Yeah. It is something you can do for free or you can, you know, get a, maybe even a Reiki or well, something for a can, few dollars. Sometimes people can like work with you, yeah, or, which is right. nice. They right. work with right. you and, and people have different language for things. But I think the point is, is don't give away your power. Don't give away your power. That's a good point. That's the number one thing that we want you to know from this podcast. All right. We have a couple ads and then you're going to get into the numbers. If you dread looking at those credit card statements, trust me, you're not alone. The weight of debt can be terrifying, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debts, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at credit card score alone, Upstart considers other factors Factors like your income, your current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting
affecting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. So find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash K-Y-A. That's upstart.com slash K-Y-A. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Thank you so much. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. That's upstart.com slash K-Y-A. What if I told you that you could get important fertility insight without going to the doctor or even leaving home? Modern fertility makes that possible with easy at-home fertility hormone testing. Modern fertility was created for this. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with the prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at $159, a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash KYA, you can get another $20 off your test. Also, if you have an HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars toward modern fertility. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, how many eggs you have, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future or clinically sound info about your body to help you make decisions that are right for you, Modern Fertility is the way to go. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash KYA. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the several hundred or even a thousand plus dollars it could cost you at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash KYA. That's modernfertility.com slash KYA. Now let's talk about manifesting in the new year using special angel numbers. Every year, I try to do a spin on manifesting because I like to keep it fresh for myself. Anything I do, and if it seems to work, I'll always pass that along to you all. Another important note about all of this in any episode as we enter this new year, this is about you. Um, Whether you're an old listener or a new one, and anything you do in life, really, you take what you need and you just leave what you don't. I am always trying to evolve and change, and I'll always be honest and share that with you. I'm always trying to learn and grow. I'm always trying to be honest and open and share that with you. And it's okay to change and it's okay to do things differently. And it's okay to learn something and modify your thoughts and and actions and behaviors because of it. And manifesting is one of those things that I've really evolved about as I've been deeper into my own spiritual practice. And I feel like it'll never end as it shouldn't. But yes, whenever I talk about manifesting, I'm careful to point out that this is not a magical thing. This is a law of the universe. Quite simply, what you put out there, it comes back to you. That's it. It's energy. But, and this is where it gets a little tricky, this does not mean we can manifest perfect lives because this world isn't perfect and isn't really set up to be. There are so many limitations on all of us because of our 3D ego-driven reality, which I'll talk about, that although anything is possible to manifest in the 5D or the fifth dimension, it's not always so in our third dimensional reality. 
Let's talk about that real quick. The third, fourth, and fifth dimension, they're states of consciousness. And living on this earth plane, you can experience all of them back and forth within one another within a day or a phase of time or a season of life. We're all very different. However, those perceiving life from the 3D will experience life much differently than those perceiving life from the 5D. So what are the what is the 3D, 4D, and 5D, and what do they look like? The 3D is the viewpoint that you're alone in the world. You must struggle to survive. Life's a rat race. Life is cutthroat. There is not enough for everyone to go around. Your thoughts have no power over reality, and you cannot change your life by thinking differently. And fulfillment is found through money and social status. The 4D is kind of a door to the 5D. In here, you begin to see that mm, we're all connected on a higher plane, not just this physical one, and that thoughts can shift reality. And all of a sudden, you may start to care more about health, mental and physical, and you may want to start journaling or begin some sort of meditation practice as your spiritual health becomes important too. You may find yourself more present in nature or other joyful moments where you can experience peace and hope. You notice the link between the world around you and how you feel inside. You really go more inward once you hit the 4D. And while you can experience a sliding scale between the 3D and the 4D, that's common, and usually when you're in the 4D, you're dealing with a lot of people in the 3D who are not in the 4D, and you'll try to help them. You'll try to be like, come with me, come on, try it, look at this, check this out, look at that. Once you hit the 5D, something happens. It becomes a little bit more difficult to shift down, to downshift. You can do it, but it's hard, and it feels really gross and weird. Um, here you understand that uh, we are 100% all connected, that states of consciousness to you, you know, the 5D is reality, whether other people don't, and you know that they don't perceive it your way or not, you don't care. It's your reality to you. And it's, it's the most important one to you that there is nothing bad or good. Everything just is very indifferent towards labeling people or things or experiences or anything. You kind of, things aren't always great and life happens, but you're quick to, you're not as quick to victimize yourself or be like, oh, you know, this is what happens to me or this is a bad thing or this is a good thing or anything. There is an indifference to things that you used to struggle for. You just don't care anymore about being part of the cool kids or having a certain car pulling up to the party that matches everybody else's car or whatever. Um, the connection to others and the earth itself becomes a lot stronger. You value your alone time more. There is a viewpoint that we're all equal and there's high value placed on honesty and authenticity no matter how it makes one feel emotionally or how it hurts the ego. I always say this in readings because when your spirit guides or angels, whatever you want to call them, your higher self, I, I'll give you other words. Like I believe that there is a team of high vibrational beings helping us. That is personally what I believe. But I respect that if you can't call it that, <laughs> so if you want to call it your higher self or you want to call it God, or like anything you want to call it, you call it that. But when I do a reading, that high vibrational friend force you have around you, they live in, in a very high dimension. 
and they will be very honest with you and they do not care if it hurts your feelings about things because they don't live in the 3D where hurting someone's feelings is mean. Hurting someone's feelings when you're helping them is actually not mean. It's actually love. I'm sure you've had a friend or a loved one and you had to give them some like, hey, listen, we got to talk. This is what you're doing and it's hurting you and I love you and nobody else is saying it because they're scared of your reaction or to hurt you. But like, I need to help you. So I'm going to say it. That's kind of how they are. Anyways, that's 5D. And when you get to that place, you're like, ooh, I will take that truth. Mm, it hurts, but I love it. And you, you live for it a little bit more. So as you can see, the way that we manifest, it affects us because we're all coming from different places. Someone living in the 3D may want to manifest a new car or a social climb upward, or they'll just make fun of the whole manifesting thing <laughs> anyways, or they'll think that's what manifesting is. Um, by the way, like the house on the hill or the new car or the rock on your finger or whatever, those are symptoms of other things that you manifested that came true. Okay. Like we never like go for the, if you man, I mean, you're never really manifesting the ring on your finger. You're manifesting the life that went with it. If that makes sense. Um, but some people misinterpret manifesting as that. And we joke about it, but it's different. So yeah, so someone in the 3D might envision manifesting that way. While someone in the 5D understand that it's kind of more like manifesting an interior state of mind, peace, calm, relationships, kind of a life around you that aligns to who you are authentically, where you don't feel like you have to put on a mask to go talk to people or live your life or feel okay. Like where you don't have to feel like, where you feel like every, it's like water, things just flow into one another. So the other problem with manifesting is, and the way that I think a lot of people interpret it, is that our earthbound world, as a human, like you're stuck, you're a soul stuck in kind of like this human experience, which is great. You're learning a lot, but it has its limitations. Um, because the society structured around us is very much based on a 3D plan. Like, so our whole society is very much like ego, which is your human experience. It's part of your brain. It doesn't go with you, that ego, okay? It's just here now. And you drop it when you go to the other side and you transition on. Um, but that ego and all of our collective egos created this whole society, which is super 3D, which is the whole you struggle to survive and making money is important and be scared all the time and that kind of thing. And, you know, like the things you hear, like, oh, good luck getting married after 40 or something. Like all that stuff is just like very 3D stuff where they love to put the limitations on you. So the things that we think we want to and the things others want for us and, and even well-intentioned people like parents or something, they want, I need you to get a good job. I need you not to make mistakes in life. I need you. It's like, okay, no. Like, I know they want these things for us, which is lovely and wonderful. They don't want to see us suffer, but that's... Like we, we internalize it and we think we have to manifest things and then we get stuck manifesting things other people want for us instead of what we actually want or is authentic to us. So all of those false manifesting things that we think we need to manifest for ourselves, it's part of our psyche and it's part of our programming. So shedding what you think you want is something that you also have to work on. And that's like one sentence, but it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, people. Uh, and a lot of us right now are like nodding, like, mm -hmm. like you, whatever you think you want, like really investigate it, really process it, really sit with it, really tear it apart. Be like, what, what are the parts of this I actually want versus what do I think I want? Because I'm absorbing that from society or other people.
also. There are forces at play in our 3D world, which make it hard to feel like they are set up the same as another person to get what they want. So this just goes back to, I mean, the color of your skin, where, you know, your socioeconomic status, gender, your sexual preference, like all these things that, yeah, unfortunately that plays a part too. It's like Scott always says to me, my husband Scott always says to me, um, it's very simplified, but he used to tell the kids this and he said it on other podcasts when he was teaching, he would always tell the kids some, it's like life is like a, a game of Candyland and some of us start all the way at Princess Frostine and some of us are off the board, start completely away from start. It's not fair. It's not. So it's hard um, to tell people like you can get the same thing somebody else can because that's not necessarily true, unfortunately, based on the restrictions of our 3D world and how it's set up. So I'm not going to like sugarcoat that. But manifesting is you can using this, all of this can make your life better. And it can also get you to the place where in your consciousness, you can at least feel aligned to yourself. And that is a great thing because even if things aren't perfect around you, if you can maintain that connection with self and spirit inside, within, you can handle a lot more and you can feel more in tune. So these are all things to keep in mind as you manifest so you can set up your intentions accordingly. And also, you have to keep it to what you can control. You can't make other people love you or you can't make the world hold hands and sing kumbaya. Like you can't do that stuff, but you can do other things, which we'll talk about. And lastly, if you'd like to listen to my other manifestation episodes, they're always around this time of year. So last year I talked about manifesting for empaths and I just most recently actually did one about detachment with manifesting. So I do try to incorporate these things um, in the podcast because I find it very, very helpful and I'm fascinated by it and it works. As I sit here looking at my vision board and all my goals for this year and my mantras, and honestly, they all come true the more I stare at them on my wall. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, but this year, I wanted to talk about manifesting with Angel numbers. So when I was working on the angel number book, wow, (laughs) so many revelations were given to me. I had so many downloads and the things I was doing and things I was seeing you all do started making a ton more sense. So because lots of times I realized we tap into angel speak without realizing it. You got to remember, I do tons of readings and I've done so many, so many readings. And so I love it because I get to see uh, how things are interconnected spiritually and one of the things I was noticing is, oh my gosh, people are already doing this. But I just, I just want to, I put it in the book, but I also wanted to put like this podcast to it to get even more into it because you're probably already doing it. So when you do it, you can explore why and how and what you feel when you do it. So I'll, I'll get into it. So for example, when you send that screenshot to your friend with her favorite number, like, you know, you screenshot 1111, text it to her little sparkle emojis or something. You're doing it right there. Or let's say you wait to send that super important email out till 2.22 p.m. Okay. All that means something. You're actually trying to hit a vibe 
and let it carry you. So you're already probably doing a lot of stuff like this. Um, This is my terrible metaphor that works for me and hopefully it works for you. So when I was in school, I had to take a woodworking class and if any of it, which was just not for me, but whatever. And um, I feel like anybody else who ever had to take a woodworking class was forced to make those like CO2 powered wooden toy cars and have like a race. And that was, I feel like all we did in there. So anyway, so you'd make your little car out of wood and you'd put on the wheels and you'd make a you'd drill a little hole in the back for the CO2 cartridge. And then when it was like racing day, you would stick the CO2 cartridge and it like popped and zoom off it went. It was like an extra little boost, that CO2 cartridge. When you use your angel numbers in your manifesting practices, that's what it is. It's a little CO2 cartridge for your intention. It's just a little boost. Boop. You make your intention, you stick a little CO2 cartridge in it, boop, it gets just a little bit further along for you when you stick an angel number to it. So there are so many ways you can manifest with your angel numbers. First, you have to figure out your intention. <laughs> and I've done a lot of episodes on these and there's, um, you know, so I don't want to too much repeat myself, but intentions are little wants you put out into the universe and they have to be open-ended. Uh, they have to be within your own control And they have to be very specific, though, at the same time, and always in your highest good. So something like, I am grateful for unconditional love in my life. That's instead of, I want a husband or something, or I'm not single anymore. They always have to be like positively stated and as if it's already happening, too. Or it could be, I am financially free and comfortable instead of, I'm going to stop spending money or I don't want to be poor. (laughs) Like, you know, you, you have to kind of keep it like that. Um, or I am healthy and I love my body instead of I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Okay. I am healthy and I love my body. That's how you got to put them out there. And when you put them out there, they need to be set free. It needs to be given away to the universe to do with what it must do. Uh, but to put that out there with an angel number is something I noticed makes it work a lot faster and stronger. So these are some things you can do. So find a number which speaks to you. You might already have a number. Okay. You might want to like in my, you know, my angel number book, I have lots of numbers. I have one to 999. You can pick one of those, which kind of aligns with what you, what your, whatever your intention is. Or maybe you want to pick a repeating number that you like a lot. So for example, just for this, just for the sake of this um, podcast episode, let's say you're looking for abundance in your life in some way, in love or finance or health or something. 888 is a great number to use as it connects with that angel frequency of leaving space for more because abundance is on the way. So 888, I love those numbers and I always see them on my birthday, which is on the 8th of April. So take your intention and you can meditate for that set amount of time. So you put like eight minutes and 88 seconds on your timer and meditate for that much. Or you can, or you can do something else like, okay, I'm going to take that amount of time. I'm going to journal. Okay. Something like that. Um, make a donation to a charity in that amount, a little $8.88 Venmo to whatever shelter or charity that you feel connected to today. You can start screenshotting that number every time you see it on your phone and save it, make a little collage, 
print out the collage, hang it up, okay? Celebrate when you see it out in the wilds, okay? Like take a little pic of that license plate or the billboard. When you see it show up on a receipt or an email timestamp, just say a little thank you to the universe. Like, oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you've heard me and you're listening to my intention. You're taking care of it right now. And I really feel connected to that intention right now. Use it in your screen names, your usernames. If you're a gamer and your handles, your Peloton name, maybe you're at spin class and they make you put in your name, you know, Megan111, like whatever it is, stick it in there. Start using it. Doodle it. You're on the phone, you're at a long meeting, you have to look like you're supposed to be taking notes or something, you just start doodling, 888, whatever your number is, start doodling it. Make art with it if you're creative, color it, spend time being creative with it, set your timer for the amount of time you should be creative. All right, I'm going to draw for eight minutes and 88 seconds. Purchase something in that amount if, if possible, okay, instead of buying you know, seven rolls or nine rolls by eight rolls. I know it's silly, but like, it's just kind of keeping it on the brain is the point. Put yourself to work for an amount of time, which is congruent to your angel number. So for example, if you're wanting to be healthier, set your watch for eight minutes and 88 seconds. And you take that brisk walk. I mean, until that timer goes off or you want a new job, set that amount of time, eight minutes, 88 seconds on your timer and work on your resume full out, no distractions. What's the point of this? What is the point of this? Okay, so every time you do something like this, you're envisioning your intention getting a boost in the universe, like that little CO2 cartridge. You're seeing it being lifted off to a place where it can fortify itself to return to you complete. But you know what's funny? You know what's funny about all this? (laughs) And, And if you've had something, an intention realize itself to you, you already know what I'm talking about. When you get it, and this happens every time something realizes itself to you, and that is you've already had it, that at the point it happens, you can feel, oh my gosh, I'm already that. And you've already become it. How many times have I written down a goal for myself? And then like months later, I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, that happened. Hmm, that's crazy. But I, that's a, wow, that's awesome. But like, I didn't even know what happened, you know, like it just kind of happened is like, wow. Or, or if I do realize that it happened, like all of a sudden something happens and I'm like, whoa, Today's the day it happened. Um, it, there's a peace within me, like, but I already felt okay about it. I already felt complete. Like, you never need it to be complete because what happened is the day you made that intention and you set it out to the universe to take care of it for you, you were that. And every time, every time you use one of these ways that I'm talking about with your angel numbers to c- connect to that intention, something's really important happening to you because that's that's the thing about manifesting. If you want it, you have to align to it. You have to become it. You have to fall in love with it. Using angel numbers in these ways are just little reminders for you to do that, to embody whatever it is you are wanting more of in your life. When you donate that angel number amount to a charity in that moment, feel the intention of being whatever it is you asked for. Loved, financially stable, safe, calm, free, present moment, healthy, whatever it is. In that little moment as you do whatever it is that you're doing, you bump into it and you allow yourself to stay with it, to absorb into you. And the more you do this, the more you can see it, familiarize yourself with it and it familiarizes itself to you. And by the time you notice that it happened or it came or it came to fruition or there it is or you were handed it, wow, I already know it. I already know it. It's kind of like 
if you had a pen pal and you're like your or your internet and nobody does pen pals anymore if you had an online friend and oh we you know connect all the time we're always texting and and when you meet them it's like haven't I known you my whole life even though it's your first time meeting in person you already feel like you've known them forever because you did because even though you weren't physically together you spit you spent energy and time together and, and space even together and so when you finally see them in the flesh and you can give them an actual hug it's like i already know you and that's what happens with your intention you get to know it you get to know it and these angel numbers little activities even though it seems small it's just a great way to bump into it often or share space and time and energy with that frequency so that by the time it it's given to you uh you're like, oh my gosh, I already know you, I already have you. Also, when you do things like that, <laughs> when you start to know what you get familiar with their intention or you spend time and energy um, understanding it and aligning to it, you do become it. The more you spend time with something, the more you absorb into that something. So I hope this helps. I really want to hear all, I, I feel like you guys probably have a hundred more ideas about angel numbers and how to use them to manifest, which I really am looking forward to hearing your conversations about. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So ever since, you know, reading your book and listening to that speech, I've I've been trying to manifest more with the angel numbers, you know, and I've been trying to bring them into my life more and see them more. So actually, I changed all my passwords on all my accounts, you know, my bank account, my credit cards. (laughs) And I, you know, I just did one, 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 five, five, five. So now every time, like, you know, I go out to my Wells Fargo or I go out to my Ameritrade, one, 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 five, five, five. That's my go. password. Yeah. What's your screen handle? I'll just use my email. Yeah. So, there, there you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have done that. But all right. So we asked the uh, Mystic Michaela spiritual family, how do you make magic happen in your life with angel numbers? We want to know your manifesting stories with these angel numbers and take it away. Yeah. So... Danielle writes, I have learned from you that 11 or 111 and 1111 are like taking a snapshot of your thoughts. So when I do notice those times and it's pretty much daily, I speak my truth in that moment to the universe. It sometimes is a short phrase or a thank you of gratitude. I will also say things I want to happen as if they've already happened out loud in these moments. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Like you see 1111 and you're like, I am grateful for my financial abundance. You know, using that time is like that little boost. Okay. That's really cool. That's a really good one. Angie writes, we celebrate birthdays two times per day in our house. There are five of us. When we see our birthdays on the clock, we take a screenshot and make a wish. My kids are all in. It's important to believe in something bigger than yourself. Love that. I love that. Except for the birthday part. Yeah, you don't. You wouldn't like that because yeah, no. you don't like your birthday. Yeah. But they're celebrating themselves. Right. And their place in the universe and how special they are. And I think that that's really important. It is. Laurel writes, when the COVID lockdown slash quarantine first started and the world felt chaotic and unknown, we all set our alarms for 11-11 every day to stop with our kids and do a five-minute meditation together. We loved having those moments at that time to focus on all that was going right and send out love to the universe. Wow. Wow. That's super cool. Like using that time as a togetherness and a looking ahead and, and, and looking at the bright side and feeling gratitude for what they have. That's a great way to manifest. Um, Mandy writes, 
While driving my 30-minute commute to and from work every day, I enjoy talking to my guides, asking questions. I ask them to show me signs and license plates, and I'm never disappointed. I always get angel numbers as a confirmation. Sometimes I'll get numbers in a progression, like 1234, to say I'm on the right path. Many times I'll see 579, which was my grandfather's address. He recently passed, and I know he's near. You could talk to the universe. Yeah. Like, and they have a sense of humor, and, and they're a lot, they're, they will talk back to you. All right. That's great. This one's this one's a funny one. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Let me just let me just ask this question here. Yeah. And I, you know, I always play devil's advocate on this podcast. Oh, you know, yes. I am the red skeptic. <laughs> here, here let, let's say and it's a new year, and you know, sometimes this could be a tough time for people, or sometimes it could be a, you know, a very optimistic time. What if you're what if you're doing all these things? What what if you know you did your vision board last year and you know you've been seeing these numbers? Are you talking it, about yourself? Sure. <laughs> but go ahead. Or for anyone out there that's really having trouble. You know, I, yeah. I, I got a lot of, um, you know, praise because I, you know, I, I told people when I meditate, I can't see anything. It's true. And a lot of people, I guess they just didn't want to admit that either. Oh, yeah. And they, they finally, you know, people came out, you know, of the meditating closet or whatever you want to call that and say, <laughs> I don't see anything either. Me neither, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you, Scott. <laughs> I just fall asleep. Yeah. And that's what happens to me. <laughs> now, I like meditating and all because it relaxes me and I am able to clear my mind, which I can do quite often. But uh, that's another story. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I don't see the things like, like you do or other people that that follow this podcast do so here again it's the same thing you know a lot of people they see the numbers they they feel that that sensation whatever they get that message from the universe they really believe it they they get something out of it they do their vision boards they see it all come true yeah and then you're you're looking online right now you're scrolling through your instagram and you say oh look at that person you know everything on their vision board came true and look at me i'm in the same place i was a year ago so or two years ago whatever that's not me, by the way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But what, what would you say to these people? Is there anything well, we can say to these people yeah, well, first to of all, maybe help them or maybe it doesn't work for everyone? I don't know. Oh, well, first of all, and it's not my quote. Somebody else's, and I forget who said it, but okay. comparison is the thief of joy. And, and in this day and age, we have so much. I mean, it's, just, it's too much. Too much uh, opportunities for comparison because of social media. It's really awful. So you got to remember that. That's the first thing. Second of all, it is, it's probably working for you. There's a couple things. Okay, well, this is the whole thing. And you can probably listen to the other manifesting episodes we've done over the years, and this will clear up a lot of that too. And I don't know why you didn't listen to those. <laughs> I did. I did. No. But like what it is is what you think you want, you know, versus what you should want um, based on like who you are and stuff. Sometimes they have to, they take time to align. So if you, if you can envision yourself like 10 years ago, like what were my goals 10 years ago? And then you might laugh about them, like honestly. Like if you look at like what your goals were and like thank God certain things don't happen or thank God they, they happen differently or wow, that, that jagged road led me to the perfect spot. It's not always the way you envision it happening. And sometimes with our visualizations or the things we think we want, looking back in my own life, I'm like, man, the things I wanted that didn't come true yet, I wasn't ready yet at that time. Like I really wasn't. Yeah. And sometimes when something happens, I think, wow, I wasn't ready at the time for that to happen either. So you have to kind of trust that timing and you, and that you got to give that up to the universe about like timing is important and you can be ready as it goes on further and further. And you have to trust that what's given to you, you have to make the best of it. Bottom line, if it's not working for you and you're looking at your stuff from last year and it didn't come to fruition, time to go back to the drawing board. 
time to go back to the drawing board and just re reset some intentions that are open-ended yet in your highest good. Okay. I mean, and yes, does it sound kind of made up or cliche? Yes, I'm with you. I'm very grounded. I understand that. I know some people can be like, oh, it's such nonsense or BS or whatever. If it makes you feel good, it is good. Okay. All right, look, hey, you can be with Team Scotty over here and know that it doesn't always work for me either, and that's okay. But sometimes with you, let's talk about you, you tend to see the negatives of things and put more emphasis on that than look at like the jewels that did come and maybe focusing on the things that did happen more. Cause what you focus on grows, right? Focus on the stuff that did happen. Cause you are the type of person that's like, well, I'll say that I'll say, Oh look, this happened. And you're like, yeah, but this didn't happen yet. And it's like, that's kind of like a downer. Yeah. Too. Right. No, I, I yeah. do that. And in my visual vision board that I created, I now have it on there that I want to be cast in The Witcher season three. Ooh. So I want to be like one of the people. Maybe one of the monsters or? No, I want to be like one of the people that The Witcher saves. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like All right. that. All right. Read that last funny one and then we'll close it up. Okay. This one was so funny. I couldn't skip this over at all. All right. All right. Cassandra writes, my one year, this is so funny. My one year anniversary was on Monday and I keep seeing individual sixes followed by nines and oh. a lot of 69s that day. What could that mean? And then she does like funny emoji faces. But for real, I had a baby three months ago and things have been pretty slow going in the romance department. I'm definitely getting the hint that it's time to heat things up again. And it's nice to know that my spirit guides are looking out for not only me, but my husband too. <laughs> okay. Well, that is a great one to end, end it I on. Um, they have so, a sense of humor. Yeah. And that stuff comes up in readings. Right. Chemistry, the bedroom. Well, what was, what was her name again? Cassandra. All right, Cassandra, let me end this episode and help you out here. Jumanji, 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 get to it. All right. Thank you all. You know, this podcast is for you and about you, and you all take care. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.